If you were a professional athlete, would you stand for the national anthem? Is patriotism a good thing or a bad thing? Is patriotism simply a matter of identifying with a certain political party? Or does it fit within the lens of our Catholic faith? And if so, where and how? Right now, it's becoming more and more common for professional athletes and even some Olympic athletes to choose not to stand during the national anthem. We also see a number of our founding father statues throughout the nation being defaced and destroyed. We even have a professional musician calling for an entirely new American flag because the one that we have to them represents hatred and something that we should be ashamed of. A growing number of young people are becoming more excited about socialism because they hate the democracy that they live in. And all of these people, as they take this stance, do so, according to them, in the name of justice, in the name of doing what's right, in the desire to do something good and something meaningful. And if that's true, if this desire to seek justice and do what's good and what's right, how are we to enter into this discussion as a Catholic? It would be easy to just choose a side on a political basis, but even more so, you and I are called to enter this discussion and make these decisions, not just because of the party that we belong to, but most essentially because of the faith that animates us. And so what I'd like to do today is not give a political commentary on whether or not these actions are good or bad, but instead what I'd like to do is equip you with what you need to know as a Catholic so that when you face any of these discussions or any of these decisions, you can bring your faith to these discussions and decisions. So what is patriotism? Patriotism, believe it or not, is a Catholic virtue. St. Thomas Aquinas, who is an incredible saint um, for our church and also an incredibly influential thinker for the history of Western thought, did us a great service in the 13th century where he, he knew the Bible incredibly well. He had memorized the whole thing. And he also was very well educated in this sacred tradition of the church. And so as he did his study and his scholarship, he did us a service by organizing a lot of these thoughts together in a way that's very uh, accessible. And so uh, one of the great products that he um, brought to us was a long list of virtues, a long list of Catholic virtues. And uh, he divides the virtues you may have learned this in grade school, if you went to Catholic school or in catechism class. We have the theological virtues, cardinal virtues. Theological virtues, faith, hope, and love. Cardinal virtues, prudence, justice, fortitude, and temperance. And then within these virtues, he has a number of sub-virtues. And patriotism is included in this list. 
But where is it? Patriotism is underneath the virtue of justice. And St. Thomas Aquinas defines justice as this. Now remember, this comes from sacred tradition and from sacred scripture. So he didn't just pull this out of his head. He, uh, in his research, he, he was able to summarize for us that justice, most simply, is defined as giving what is due to another. Because he recognized that justice is primarily about reconcile relationship, uh, reconciling relationships that we are not to be isolated individuals, that we live amongst each other, we're social beings, and it's so important for us to have good relationships. And we know the pain that it, 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 we experience whenever a relationship is bad. And so justice is all about having right relationships. And in order to do that, you have to give to one another what is due to them. So we've got to break this down. There's a number of different degrees and types of justices. The most primary um, justice, the most important and ultimate and highest justice, is what is due to God. Because this is the most primary relationship. The most fundamental relationship we have is the, fun the relationship we have with God. So the question is this. What is due to God? What do we owe him? Well, uh, God created us, and not only did he create us, we continue to remain in existence only because of him, and if he chose not otherwise, we wouldn't even exist at all. So uh, we owe him a sense of gratitude. But even more than that, God has, has become one of us. He recognized that we're nothing without him, and, and he he. he came to us in Jesus Christ and he died for our sins, uh, entering into eternal life with us and for us and inviting us into something more than just the natural experience. But we have this supernatural divine life offered to us. There's so much that God has done to us. And ultimately what is due to God is worship. Worship is not just about us feeling good. Worship is a matter of justice. God has done so much for us, and we owe it to him, our worship. And so St. Thomas Aquinas um, rightfully shows us that the most highest virtue of justice is actually the virtue of religion, because it's where we worship God and get in right relationship with the person of God, and we owe him what is due. We give him what is due. So that's one form of justice. Uh, another form of justice is what he defines as piety. But it's not what you're thinking. Piety, um, he defines as um, giving what is due to your family. What is due to our family? Well, our parents uh, conceived us. If they hadn't done that, we wouldn't exist. We wouldn't be here today. Uh, for most of us, our parents loved us and raised us and continue to support us and be there for us. And it's not just our families, but it's also our parents, but it's also our siblings and our extended family. And we have received much from our families. And because we have received much, there is something due to them, namely, again, our gratitude, our honor, our respect. And this is where the fourth commandment comes from. Love your mother and your father. Honor your mother and your father. 
But unlike God, our parents are not perfect. Unlike God, our parents have sinned. They continue to sin. They let us down. So what do we do now that our relationship with our family involves sinful people with real faults? What is due to them? Does that mean that we no longer honor them? Does that mean that we no longer respect them because they're sinful, because they've disrespected us? Do we now, are we now exempt and, and excused from the virtue of justice because they wronged us? Of course not. That would not be just. Although no one's perfect, and all of us have different degrees of relationships with our parents, we still owe them honor, as the fourth commandment teaches us. And just because they have sinned and maybe still have faults and weaknesses and imperfections, they still deserve and should expect our honor and respect. Now, in justice, it does serve to say that we still need to seek reconciliation with them in the ways they've wronged us. We still need to call a sin a sin and to challenge them to be better and to... um, and to have patience with them and to call them into mercy and forgiveness. And this is all about restoring relationships in our family. So justice is not one-sided. Justice acknowledges sin, but calls to conversion. The true virtue of piety, the sub-virtue of justice, is about honoring our parents. But honoring our parents doesn't mean that we ignore sins and excuse faults. What it means is that we call them to mercy. We restore those relationships and we continue to honor and serve them. Well, the same goes to our country. Patriotism is a lot like piety, where it's the honor that is, um, it's, it's giving what is due to your country. And so the same question is here for us. What is due to our country? Well, a country, whether you're talking about the United States or any other country in the world, a country, a nation, is first of all a land in which we live, a place to grow and to flourish. It's a, an organized society in which we are able to function. It's a people to which we belong. It's a common good towards which we serve. A nation does a lot for an individual. But what do we do when a nation is not perfect? What do we do when a nation is sinful? What do we do when a nation makes real mistakes that are egregious? What do we do when a nation's history is colorful? and perhaps shameful at times. What do we do with that? Are we now exempt from what is due to it? Are we now no longer expected to honor and to serve it? Well, of course not. That would be foolish. Because it's the same with our family. Just because a nation is imperfect, sinful, weak, doesn't mean that we don't owe it something. We owe it something 
because we've received something. And what we have received is a lot. And so we owe it our gratitude, first and foremost. We're grateful for the men and women, first of all, who have given their lives for this nation. And for all the veterans who have made this great sacrifice to give us a nation that is uniquely free. We also owe the honor to its citizens, the good people of this nation. Although there are some people that are evil, there are some people that are bad and doing bad things in our nation, there are plenty of good ones. And we owe it to our nation to honor it on behalf of the good. The good people that have made it for what it has become. What do we owe it? We owe it our civic duty. This nation is not just a nebulous idea that's supposed to serve all of our hedonistic desires. A nation is a group of people. And together we are to serve one another and to flourish together and to take more and more steps forward so that we can all flourish. So we owe a lot to this nation. And as we give it what it is due, we don't excuse the sins of the past or even the sins of the present, but we do expose the injustices and work for a good way moving forward. And so what is patriotism? Ultimately, patriotism, as we're on this 4th of July weekend and considering how it um, affects our faith, patriotism is ultimately love for one's nation. But what is love? Love is not ignoring what's bad. Love is not excusing the sins. Love is not embracing the faults. But at the same time, love is not disrespecting another. Love is not hating a country. Love is not being ashamed of your nation. Neither of those are love. Love is desiring the good. Love is working towards and committing yourself towards the good. Love is, a, is recognizing that you are part of something so much bigger than yourself. And love is recognizing that that greater purpose is ultimately a gift from God. Love is a quick response to gratitude and generosity. Love is honor and respect and a healthy pride for the gifts that you've received. And so as we consider what a Catholic patriotism looks like, we can be equipped to enter into some very difficult discussions. Because our nation is in turmoil, sure, but it's always been in turmoil. And as we approach these conversations on whether or not it's good or bad to be patriotic, on whether or not you should stand or kneel during the national anthem, as we enter into these conversations, my encouragement is that we approach them first as a Catholic, but second as an American, because we are, in fact, part of, first, the kingdom of God, but secondly, part of a nation that's been given to us. So, 
question for you to consider. What do you love about America? Honestly, truly, what do you genuinely love about America? Because if you cannot answer that question, perhaps, maybe, we're falling into that terrible trap of ingratitude. Perhaps, maybe, we are the ones that are not being just. Because we are not owing, we're not giving back what is due to our country. What do you love about it? Sure, there may be some things you are frustrated about, and that's important to know as well, but what do you love? It's true that our nation is not perfect. It's true that we have some serious issues that need to be addressed. It's true that we need to continue to call each other to conversion, both natural conversion, just for an ordered society, but supernatural conversion in Christ. But although that's true, patriotism, this love for a country, is a Catholic virtue. And you and I are called to bring this into our daily lives. And so on this 4th of July, I want to encourage you to make this day more than hamburgers and fireworks. Hamburgers and fireworks are important. And we should do those today. But make it a day of gratitude. Because gratitude is real justice. Real justice is about restoring relationships. And we believe that the relationships within this nation are worth restoring. And so today is an important day. It's not just another day. We are grateful and honored to be a part of this nation that God has given us. Amen.